0: This is John Martinker, and another episode of Getting the Deal Done podcast series, both for our podcast channel and YouTube. And today is an educational version, and it is titled "Be a Breath of Fresh Air." I was no surprised. I was shocked. I had a lot of questions when a lady came up and gushed, "Thank you after thank you" to me. It was at a barbecue. It was a celebration for a business transaction, and I. Finally was able to interrupt her and say, why are you thanking me so much? The response was for helping get the, getting the deal done. Interesting title for uh, a book and a podcast series, isn't it? She said the buyer is a breath of fresh air and she loved working for him. Now, I don't know what that client did. It was many years ago, but I'll bet he did one of the following few examples of, Client recently closed on a deal and he spent the first few days just walking around meeting the 30, 40 employees, getting to know them. management by walking around. Uh, They were surprised. They were shocked. It hadn't been done in years, nothing like that. It was more like us against them. He was generous. And you don't have to be very generous money-wise. It's things that people need or want to make their job easier. I laughed when he told me that how the employees were so happy when his first day on his way home from work, he went and bought a paper towel holder because the employees were complaining about just loose roller paper towels, uh, simple things. He held staff meetings of small groups just so they could talk about the business. He did more in his first month or so, he said, than had been done in the last four or five years. Or what about client who did a survey of his management team and asked them you know, the usual stuff, what's good, what's bad? How do we grow? What's the weakness of the company? What's the strength in the company? And it was the weakness question that really got me to, I'll never forget it because one of the answers was what I'm going to say. And it was basically the same as all the others. And one person wrote down, The biggest weakness in the company just walked out the door. Or what about uh, buyers who go in and figure out what skills the employees have and let them run with it? They delegate something a lot of sellers, founders of businesses don't like to do. Uh, You know, it really comes down to sitting and listening to people. They know what's going on, you know, on the street, the day to day. Let them share that information. But what if you're not a business buyer? What if you're an owner? What if your client's an owner? What if a friend is an owner and they're not gonna be that breath of fresh air as a buyer, but they can sure do their best to recreate it. And how do you do that? Here's uh, four things you can do. First of all, do a mock due diligence. Pretend you're a buyer. Now, the worst way to do it is for the owner to do it themselves. They are in their routines. They know the business. They're gonna see what they wanna see. Middle ground is having employees do it. Same thing. They know what they're gonna see. They know the business and they're gonna be a yes man or a yes woman. So have an outside pair of eyes and ears come, out, come in. Uh, hire someone to do a due diligence. Not just the numbers, the numbers are an easy part. Anyone can do the numbers. You can get a, a, a good CFO or CPA to review your numbers in a little more detail like a buyer would. But concentrate on customers, employees, suppliers, supply chain these days. Uh, I was at a meeting the other day and we were at a table discussion and it was to talk about supply chain issues. And I started it out by saying, there's product supply chain issues and there are people supply chain issues. Uh, sort of unprecedented times with the shortage of workers and uh, supply chain interruptions and everything else. So every non-financial factor of the business, and here's one that gets ignored a lot, the IT. I just got in a survey done by the International Business Brokers Association, along with M&A Source. For every size grouping of business on a due diligence list, IT was near the bottom. This is like 2025 subjects. IT should be in the top five. Think of all the hacking, the phishing, the ransomware. A ransomware attack has caused a client of mine to delay his exit till he gets everything figured out. Number two, work on eliminating dependencies, those dependencies you find in your due diligence. Uh, Customer concentration or pricing issues, employees, management. Uh, supplier, uh, bottlenecks, whatever, IT, of course, and most of all, any owner dependency. When the owner is a bottleneck for the business in any aspect, it needs to be changed because that's not what buyers want, and they'll pay more when there's no owner dependency. Number three, quit coasting, start exploiting your growth opportunities. Uh, I talk to people all the time, uh then you get and they say the business I want is one where the owner is coasting, where the owner is taking orders, not doing outreach. And I recorded in writing a quote many years ago from my friend Keith Jackson with Industrial Revolution and after uh, about six months in the business after he bought it, he, talking about growth and marketing, he said it is, amazing what happens when you actually pick up the phone and call your customers. Quit taking orders. Go get orders. And then number number four, take action. Just do it, uh, which fits in real well with what my, uh, my good friend Rod Jones always says, and that is have a Nike moment. Every strategy consultant will tell you there's no shortage of strategies. There's a shortage of implementation. So I dug out an old paper I had written uh article, we'll call it. And a big part of it was an interview with a now retired business broker, a pro really good at what he does. Uh, and his comment was unprepared businesses and unprepared sellers will usually take twice as long to sell and will sell for much less than a prepared business and owner. Uh, A great quote, Uh, selling a business is like painting a house. All the hard work is in the preparation. So is he right? You're darn right he is. Uh, That survey I mentioned before, here's some interesting interesting results in it. About two-thirds of the sold businesses, and this is for Q2 2021, did no exit planning. None, zero, zip, about 20% checked off. They had done some exit planning and that included only talking to a broker as that exit planning, nothing more, no actual work. And then depending on the size of the business, there were five different categories of size. Anywhere from 45 to 71% of these business owners Sold because of an unsolicited offer. The businesses weren't on the market. They weren't being advertised. They were sold directly from seller to buyer. So we'll summarize by saying, yeah, most of them weren't ready. They were probably thinking about it, but never took action about doing some exit planning work. Uh, the situation rose, they jumped on it, and it's sort of like ready or not. Here I come, I'm selling. So let me conclude by saying, as I was outlining this podcast, a friend of mine who recently sold the family business so over 60 years to a, a large uh, investment group got a, got a nice offer and took advantage of it. And he said, "Can you he emailed me and said, can you send me two or three copies of your book if they can sell pet rocks? Why can't you sell your business for what you want? I've got a few friends who are just starting to think about the process to exit and sell. So I'll make that offer to you if you'd like a copy of that book or any of my other books, uh, Buying a Business That Makes You Rich, Getting the Deal Done, or Company Growth by Acquisition Makes Dollars and Cents. That's S-E-N-S-E. Just uh, give me a call at 425-576-1814 or shoot me an email, john at johnmartinka.com. And I thank you for listening to or watching this if you're on YouTube, uh, this podcast, uh, Getting the Deal Done, and the title being Be a Breath, Breath of Fresh Air.